You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today I've got John Pullman, a the Ducks Unlimited magazine freelance contributor along with Ducks.org. And John is a native South Dakotan. And John is going to bring some information to us from up there in the, in the uh, prairies that he's kind of been collecting over the last week or so. He's going to provide a little habitat update on, on what the duck production kind of looks like. Because without, uh, you know, without the overall survey, um, other than I think North Dakota, um, we're kind of in the dark here a little bit, other than just some observations and, and kind of reaching out to some of our state agency partners. So, John, thanks for joining us and welcome back to the show. Thanks, Chris. Good. Uh, glad to be with you. Awesome. Awesome. So let's just start out with kind of what the South Dakota, you know, what does that kind of look like right now? What's the habitat looking like? And, and what are you seeing just in, in some of your observations and, and some of the people that you've talked to? Sure, absolutely. Well, I, you know, in South Dakota, I think it's largely good news. Um, and this is going to be a theme that kind of carries throughout our conversation today, Chris. But it's, it's um, you know, there are places that are doing really well and there are places that are starting to dry out a little bit. But in South Dakota, you know, when you look at the state, you know, the state's divided in half by the Missouri River. And, and the majority of the of the really good duck habitat is on the east side of that Missouri River. And within that half of the state, you've got areas that are um, that are looking pretty good right now. Um, we had a lot of carryover moisture from last year. Last fall was pretty wet. Last summer and spring were really wet in South Dakota. And so even though we didn't really have a, a really, there wasn't a ton of snowfall over the winter. It was a pretty moderate, a pretty moderate winter for us. We had a lot of carryover water. And so that really kind of propelled, you know, breeding conditions this spring. Um, you know, like you mentioned before, we didn't have the the traditional federal um, BPOP survey, you know, habitat survey. But, um, you know, from what I've seen and what I've talked to people, you know, things were looked really good this spring. And I think we attracted a lot of breeding ducks. So over the last probably three or four weeks, things have started to dry out a little bit in places. Um, but there's been some timely rainstorms that have hit uh, the, that areas of South Dakota that are most productive for ducks. You know, you look at that, that thunderstorm map of duck production and you have these places where, you know, it attracts the most breeding pairs, uh, per, you know, per square mile. And those areas, the Missouri Coteau and portions of the Prairie Coteau have, have gotten some good shots of rain here in the last, uh, last couple of weeks, even last night, actually. And so while we're, we're drying out in some places, you know, it's been in the nineties with a big, a big south wind here for, it seems like the last two weeks. Um, there have been spots that have been getting some moisture and, and we know that that water on the landscape at this time of the year is still really important for ducks. 
you know, if you've got hens that are that are looking to re-nest, we know that hens will re-nest all the way into July. And so if they have that water on the on the landscape, they'll, you know, they can they can those re-nesting efforts are more successful. And then just for brood survival as well. And so I saw my first brood of ducks about two weeks ago, a little a, a little um, some blueing teal on a little tiny wetland next to some CRP. And so um, I know that I know that there are ducks out there and and from in South Dakota at least, I think that we should be a fairly good um, we should be fairly good in terms of duck production this uh, this summer. Awesome. That is spectacular. And I know, you know, I didn't, I had heard from several different sources that uh, South Dakota and North Dakota were both look in pretty good shape. So I didn't want to steal your thunder there, but that's, that's some great information. And I know you guys were really wet last year. And are you kind of expecting that, you know, those wetter conditions to carry over into the early fall? You know, at this point, I'll be honest, Chris, there are places that are really starting to dry out. And, um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the biggest indicator for me is just driving around and looking at the crops, um, you know, where you've got uh, the old adage was knee high by the 4th of July when you're talking about corn. And there are some places where they're going to be at that and, and well above that. Um, but you've got other areas that are just things the soil is starting to dry out quite a bit. You know, those temporary and seasonal wetlands that are so important for duck production are, are gone. They're dry. But like I mentioned before, it's those places where you get the most bang for your buck when it comes to water on the landscape and there's there's grass you know it's range country it's cattle country those areas have caught the rain and so that you know in terms of of duck production that's a really good thing i do have some concerns about um what wetland conditions may be like heading into fall in terms of um you know maybe exposed mud flats and just you know just it i, I think that it unless unless the spigot really turns on i think we're going to be looking at some um some really mixed conditions when it, and when it comes to wetlands in south dakota but you know that's a long time between now and, and the end of september so we'll just kind of have to wait and see but Overall, things are looking pretty good here. Awesome. That's fantastic. And I know you've kind of reached out to several agency partners and even uh, Ducks Unlimited staff um, throughout the region. And, and so what what are you hearing from North Dakota? I know we have that report now. Uh, they're the only state that actually did the survey. And we're going to have Mike Szymanski on uh, very shortly. But, but what are you kind of hearing out of North Dakota? Is it very similar to South Dakota? Yeah, it is. It is, Chris. And I think it's it's one of those things where North Dakota just has, you know, when you talk about the best of the best duck, you know, duck production habitat, North Dakota has a bigger share of it than South Dakota. And so, um, but my understanding from the folks I've talked to is it's kind of a similar situation. Western North Dakota is kind of starting to dry out a little bit. Um, and again, there's localized areas where they've gotten some moisture, but overall the West is, is drier than the East. And the East is where there was so much moisture last fall. You know, you saw these maps of... Um, these satellite images of all the corn that was left standing in the fields last fall because it was just too wet for them to get in and harvest. And so there's that that carryover moisture again in the eastern half of, of North Dakota, I think is probably carrying duck production again this year. And so whereas they may not have had... Um, they may not have had the rainstorms this spring and, and precipitation events, um, you know, like we maybe normally do. There was just so much water on the land that they've been able to uh, been able that things still look pretty good over there in eastern North Dakota. And, you know, when you talk to Mike uh, and I've and I've spoken with him as well in, in North Dakota Game and Fish that, you know, their their survey numbers are really good. And so, you know, we didn't do one here in South Dakota, but I think we're probably pretty similar. But they attracted a lot of breeding ducks this spring in North Dakota and they, um, you know, they had a lot of wetlands on the land. And so, you know, when it comes to duck production on a continental scale, that's, that's really good news for folks, you know, whether you're North Dakota, South Dakota or further, further South. So North Dakota is looking good as well. Awesome. That's, that's great news. I know people were kind of, 
Um, the first kind of information that we got out there was that, you know, Prairie Canada was, you know, a little bit dry, but, you know, kind of in the middle. Um, so I think everyone's a, a very excited to hear that, you know, the Dakotas are going to once again, you know, be strong as far as production goes. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. So, and you mentioned before we got on that you you talked to Bob Sanders out in Montana and kind of eastern Montana is a little bit overlooked sometimes by uh, kind of just your average duck hunter as a as a really high production area. Um, but what are the habitat conditions there? Yeah, I tell you what, when Montana, that northeastern corner of Montana, when it's when the conditions are right and they've got water, that can be a duck production. I mean, they 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 can be a great area for for duck production because they've got a lot of wetland basins and then they have just a lot of grass. It's cattle country, and so when you put those mm-hmm. two things together and you've got water, it can be a boon. Um, when I talked to Bob uh, recently, he said that things are starting to dry out. And uh, he would he rated wetland conditions as fair, um, and he said a lot of those temporary and seasonal wetlands are have dried up. And so, um, what he said that, that ducks are, are kind of leaning heavily on right now are these man-made, you know, stock dams and things like that out in cattle country, and just kind of underscores the importance mm-hmm. of those man-made water structures. And and those are kind of carrying things right now, um, you know. But overall, I think that there will be some there will be some decent production up there uh, in Montana, and and it, that probably. If, kind of follows in line with what we're seeing in Prairie Canada, you know, that, that those similar conditions where it's maybe not as much water as you'd like to see. Um, but, uh, overall, you know, the Prairie Pothole region, you know, where you're talking Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, I, I, I don't think there's any reason to, to, to believe that we won't have, um, anything but a, a pretty good fall flight out here this fall. Ah, that is good news. Good news for everyone listening out there who's curious and, and it's great that you're able to kind of compile this information for us. Um, lacking the BPOP survey. I know people are people are kind of looking around. You know, we never really understood how significant the BPOP survey was just for our average uh, supporter who's who's really kind of clamoring for that information. And uh, we're trying to be able to provide that as, as best as possible right now. And I, I appreciate you doing that. Um, so, you know, as as these conditions kind of change and, and over the course of the next couple weeks, you know, hopefully – you guys will keep getting a little bit of rain out there in South Dakota, you know, stay a little cooler than you have been. I know 90 degrees is, is, uh, that's pretty brutal. It's pretty common for us here in Memphis, but I know that's brutal for you guys up there. Well, it is. The problem is that it's normal. Well, the, the, when, it, when it's really bad is if it's 95 degrees and you've got humidity in the air, you know, and it's just, you know, folks live down south. You're, you know, that's your sometimes that's your everyday experience. But for mm-hmm. us up here, you know, summer months when you get that humidity in the air and it's just warm and hot, it's like walking into a blast furnace outside, you know. So we that hasn't been the case the last couple of weeks. We haven't really had a ton of humidity today. There's a little bit hanging around in the air, but um, it's just been it's just been plain old hot and windy. And that's, you know. That is that is that has um, you know helped dry up some of these areas that had some water when you got that wind blowing it over the, all the time. But yeah, we're we're gonna be watching precipitation here from from now until September to see what what happens. You know, 
we get through July and, and, and the renesting efforts, then we're, we're looking at where these rainstorms are coming in terms of new water on the landscape. Cause you know, as soon as, as soon as those ducks start to fly, you know, end of July, you're, you're going to be starting to watch them hit wheat fields and, and small grains and all that stuff. And if there's new water on the landscape, they're going to start to congregate in those areas. And so it's, it's a constant process of just watching the weather and watching the patterns and seeing where that, like I say, that new water that's on the ground. And so it, it's, you're always keeping an eye on the weather, but yeah, it's, you know, this is, part of what keeps you going as a duck hunter. I mean, you're always excited about fall and, and stuff like this, watching the weather and watching these duck broods pop up and all these things. It just, it just adds to that excitement and build up anticipation for the fall hunting season. So. Absolutely. And then over the course of the next couple of weeks, we'll probably have to bring you back on. Um, but no, I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you keeping your ear out and, uh, you know, kind of making sure that you know what's going on there in the prairie so we can bring you on and, and provide a, a cool little regional update like this. So. I really do appreciate it, John. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, you bet, Chris. Anytime. I'd like to thank my guest, John Pullman, for coming on and providing an excellent update on the habitat conditions and uh, throughout North Dakota, South Dakota, and uh, Eastern Montana. I'd like to thank our producer, Clay Barrett, for putting together the podcast, doing a great job. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us today, listening to the podcast, and supporting wetlands conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.